you having fun just staring from across the room you've got to stretch your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got guts i gotta move that'll make them swoop and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noll, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, The Lord to My War, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? Leave it to, to Art to pick another really depressing movie, right? Like, I, yeah. I need to get right into this, that, like, this movie, like, like Art has the special uh, ability to give us movies that just make me reflect on the existential dread of the universe. And that is a special mm-hmm. power. Um, and they've yeah. hit it like every time, this every is time. Art is an enemy of the podcast. The only I will one, say, every other guest is a friend of the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it because it makes me reflect and remind me mm-hmm. of things that going on in the universe and don't get lost. in you know, like, um, the blam blam fantasy of like uh, Valyrian or um, you know the uh, un- classically unhinged... a fantasy that you were lost in yeah yeah um, or the um, ridiculousness of like Larry's Inferno or something like that you know or the ridiculousness it... of the pest or the ridiculousness of the pest um... <laughs> am I editing this one or are you yeah you are I'm gonna probably just pull that little bit from that that opening is the ridiculous. I'm ridiculous, like a booger. I stick to this. Take away my dick. I'm stinky, stinky. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Like, no, I I will say this is probably the movie that Art has made us watch that I have enjoyed the most. Really. Like, I mean, if you look at the recap, though, it's been Troll in Central Park, The Pest. Mm. Uh, the Turin Horse, the Lighthouse. Well, I guess the Lighthouse is pretty good. Lighthouse this pretty one, good. and then Christmas Do Over. So, like the fact that this is first or second of the movies we've watched that I've enjoyed that Art has made a suit, that doesn't actually seem that outlandish. That's true. This is probably third. Actually, it's probably second. Actually, because yeah, I forgot is about good. the Lighthouse. Lighthouse is pretty solid. Yeah, the. Um, um, the only reason why Troll in Central Park is not higher up there, one, the story's really boring, yeah. and also, it's just sleepy. It's sleepy yeah. looking. I think we've talked about this in the Troll in Central Park episode. But yeah. anyway, this movie is, um, one, based, uh, this is the movie's Lord of War, from, mm-hmm. starring Nicolas Cage, Jared Leto, and um, Ian Holmes in it. I am not familiar with the actress who plays his wife. I'm not either. I thought it was Fomp Janssen for a while, but it's not. Yeah, so did I. Uh, it, it uh, she does look adjacent to uh, Funky Janssen. Um, Funky Janssen. <laughs> Two more tries. Funky Janssen. I think I'm just saying the same thing. Okay. Yeah, you are this one. <laughs> Funky Janssen. Is it Fomp? Is it Fomp Jensen? It's Fomp. So F A M K E Fomp Janssen. Fomp Janssen. Fomp Janssen. Yeah. This is good right. audio. Just, just yeah. having me. <laughs> this is the rest of the episode, to be honest. Lord of War Two. Fonk Youngson. Fonk Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, real quick, can you spell Freema Gemin again, just for me? One real quick. <laughs> yeah, F R E E M A O A G 
E Y E M O N. I am so I'm sure. glad. I'm glo- I'm so glad we switched from doing a movie podcast to a um a phoneme and dialect and name. Yeah. Um, we a, really deep dive into uh, um a sort more, of head to head spelling beak podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> this movie. Um, I'll say it's really depressing through the entire thing. Like to me it is because it is one of those movies. It's like about a guy who is an arms dealer and it does things that real people actually do. And the, mm-hmm. um, that was really prevalent, especially in the eighties, like in, um, eighties and nineties, like with a lot of the different wars going on in, um, the, uh, the world. Um, and, uh, how he's just sort of ascended to being very good at it. Um, somehow like the the kind of origin story of it like is kind of weird yeah. it's like it seemed like he talked to a guy at a church um and then suddenly um became an arms dealer to well, like yeah. multi m- multiple armies like I I, I I didn't really understand that that part of it but it is, it is based of, on a real person so it is kind of vague that it seems like he had some kind of underworld connection through their church who sold him some guns that he sold and then made enough money to buy more guns. And then it just so happened an uncle of his in the Soviet Ukraine was in charge of a, an army base full of guns mm-hmm. that he then got a hold of. And that's how he like propelled himself into this super multinational arms dealer. Yeah. This movie is very much like a uh, good fellas in that. Um, mm. Cause I think, I don't know if this is based on a book that the guy wrote Right, like um, the mm-hmm. real guy that this movie's based off wrote, um, but um, it's sort of like that. Uh, like Goodfellas is based off of a book written by Henry Hill, the Ray Liotta character in Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's his perspective on how everything went, um, um, which it doesn't paint him in a good light either way. But sure. um, it's it just reminds you of like oh the back arms or the back the back alley deals and the like the mm-hmm. underhanded um stuff that being said there are points of the movie that are really entertaining um there's uh i like when they're on the ship and they quickly changed its name and uh license yeah. or whatever um he seems to be able to do things by magic right like you know mm-hmm. like basically like bureaucratic magic of like he called somebody on a ship in the middle of the ocean on a some cell phone right and then Mm -hmm. got the name registered change uh or found one um and then they painted it really fast before this boat came up like i I just yeah like the boat that was in all intents and purposes looked like it was heading towards the side of the boat where they were doing the painting yes yes yeah yeah i'm like okay um but I don't know. It's the '80s, so yeah. it's analog. Um, it, it threw me because I really thought the movie was going to be like it's a lot of like flash forwards. It's almost like scenes in the life of the Lord of War. Because yeah. I wrote that it was like they start out and they move pretty quickly to him being a gun, like an arms dealer. I thought, oh, okay, like this is where they're going to settle in and do like a movie. And they really didn't. They no. just kept kind of time skipping through his career, which I'm not complaining. Because like, I watched this movie for about an hour and then decided I was going to do something else for a little bit. And then a week later, I sat back down and watched the other hour. And this, when I sat back down, since I knew what it was doing, I enjoyed it. Like, I was ready for it more. The first time I watched it, I was kind of like, oh, are we not doing, like, a normal movie, like, structure? That's not the word I want. But um, 
I don't know. I didn't dislike it. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think it's because it is semi autobiographic. Like, um, I just looked up like, cause it mm-hmm. said at the very end of the movie when it was like panning out yeah. over all the guns that it's based These on actual true, yeah. events. Um, but it seems that it is based off of, he is a like symbol of multiple people who were like oh, yeah. that in recent history with being mm-hmm. really focused on a guy named um, Victor Brute, who apparently was a real arms dealer that a lot of the life events apparently were based off of. Um, but um, yeah. So like it did have that kind of like biopicy feel like, like you'd see in like Ray or walk the line or mm-hmm. um like uh, where you're just getting flashes of this person's life because there's not enough time to actually dig in and like get into the um, the very specific moments, right? Um, or uh, the narrative can't be told in a certain way because it's trying to encapsulate so much in such a little amount of time. Yeah, so it moved pretty fast. Um, even though like by the time like his uncle died or whatever, I was like, mm-hmm. there's still an hour of this movie left. <laughs> Jesus. Like, well, that's what could happen? Like the the not really having a narrative structure in place at that point really kind of mm-hmm. led to that because, like, I talked about this with another movie where I I couldn't see the goalposts like without knowing yeah. what what we were building towards or like what the like oh he's going like okay the whole movie's gonna be about him getting caught by Ethan Hawke finally by mm-hmm. like like you know the Al Capone like tax evasion is how they got Al Capone or whatever like. How are they going to catch him? I don't know what's important and what's not. So, like, the uncle dying, I was like, oh, is this a big deal other than, like, a personal hit that, like, his uncle's yeah. dead? Like, I I don't know what's going on. But, um, I don't know. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And, weirdly, one of the tamer performances from Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and um, the only thing I knew about this movie going in mm-hmm. is, like, that Jared Leto's character dies um mm, at the, near the end um because i remember that because i think i like saw this movie adjacently one time it goes on in another room that i was going through so i was like vaguely right. watching it um like just passerby i would see little scenes and i saw the mm-hmm. scene where jared leto died and i was like oh okay um so that's what i knew going in so this is my first sit down actual watch of it um mm-hmm. but that's all so i'm like i knew that was a goal post that i would like it's eventually leading there but the problem with um the sort of flash narrative structure and like like kind of like you said like there was no narrative really by the time or like there it was kind of a loose mm-hmm. thread narrative by the time his uncle died is that um with a lot of these movies i don't know um a lot of biopic movies it's just like how long has this been we don't want to like, you know, like, like, is he been only doing this for a year or has this been two years or 10 years? Like you get some like things on the TV of like historic events, but I'm like, I actually don't know that much about history <laughs> to like know where, right. like where the line is between like when um, Gorbachev ended the Cold War and um oj simpson's trial right like i i really don't know like what the time difference is right um but you only get a few of those too and i also didn't get the sense like so much of the movie is about him 
uh, what he's good at is not getting caught. So at the end, spoiler warning, if you're really interested in I mean, yeah, they're War, listening to this. Like, I yeah, feel like right. we don't really need to do spoiler warnings for the movie we're covering. But he gets caught with a bullet in his brother's body. Um, mm-hmm. And at that point, like, in Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke's character is like, I got you. And then he's just like, oh, no, you don't. Because I have these connections and I'm untouchable, basically. So, like... Oh, well, so you would have been untouchable through the entire beginning, like, in the other parts of the movie? Like, would this have just been the same place? Like, I don't know. Like, um, or maybe it was just something small enough that Ethan, that the powers that be could ignore, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you're not wrong. Probably logistically, like, a man who has been arrested by Interpol for trafficking weapons probably isn't the person a lot of people want to do the trafficking of weapons for them. Yeah. Like by continuing to evade actual arrest, he yeah. one is proving how resourceful he is, and two keeps his quote unquote name clear with like the people he wants to sell weapons to. I, you're not wrong, but mm-hmm. I can kind of marvel no prize why yeah. it is that he works so hard to not get caught. But I, I just didn't get the po- get the idea of where in the movie that it was at that point he was that powerful and he had that many connections, right? Like of like that he was at that level of like untouchable, right? Like I just mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't get that. So um, the problem with the time, like kneeling down where we are at in this guy's like life and like his mm-hmm. career, right? Was it 20 years? Was it 10 years? Was it five years? I have no idea. Well, their kid, uh, he had a kid in the, like after he'd been gun running that's for a true. while. So at least I'd say it's probably 20 years at least. But that kid was perpetually three years old through the entire thing. That's true. Well, I'm tired of talking about this movie, and I don't have any bits. Is it this carnival rolling into town this week? Um, what's that? Oh, what, what, what's that? Do you hear it, Mike? What do you hear, Mike? <laughs> tell me what you hear. Tell me what you hear. Hey, Mike. Tell me what you hear right now. <laughs> Mike. Michael. Michael Elise Noll. Ooh, I don't know why I hate that. Uh, yeah, I hear the carnival. It's coming over the hill. What's that coming over the hill? It's the carnival. Carnival. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a gargalax? It's a gargalax. Squish, 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 squish. Hey, what's up? I, I am going to have to insist, uh, cease and desist on the Carnival of Bits infringing on my squish uh, patent for bits. Um, sorry. Squash, squash, squash. There you go. Thank you. Legally distinct in parody. I'll allow it. Hey, do you like these squashes? I have a, I have a, I have a pumpkin here. I have a, a gourd. Uh, oh, so that wasn't the sound effect. That was Gargalax saying the word squash, squash, squash. Squash, squash, squash is here. Squash, squash, squashes. The carnival is selling squashes. We got a deal on them because it's not autumn. <laughs> hey, we got to make money somehow. All these, all these games you play are free. So that's true. Um, and I'm not getting like ads for me undies or whatever. So that's true. That's true. Or Brooklyn Lennons. Or, or Audible. Or Audible. Or Hello Fresh. But Hayless we got squashes. Mattresses. And don't yeah. let me tell you, these squashes are not fresh. Mm. Mm. Goodbye, fresh. Uh, yeah. 
and I know what uh, Madison told you last week, but um, um, that that game was in um was in beta test through the last few weeks, and now uh-huh. this is the official announcement of the game, and it is fully realized. We worked out all the bugs, we worked uh-huh. out all the um the quirks and the glitches, and this now it actually has. This isn't vamping at all. Um, um, and now um, we took it to the we took it to the creative clones in the um, mm-hmm. in the in the in the brain room, uh, the the in the brain room. Uh-huh. That's uh, behind the Ferris the, wheel. It's behind the Ferris wheel. Uh, the Ferris Bueller wheel. Thank you. Um, Every car is that car from Ferris Bueller. Yes, exactly. And they all, when it reaches the top, it falls out a glass window that we put up there. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> the fatalities on the Paris Bueller wheel are high. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, here is the official opening, the grand, grand opening of Nick aged or br- Nick brand new. That's right. It's time for the No Scope with Hope game. Okay. That's the official title is the No Scope with Hope game. Uh um and cuz you know, we couldn't um we couldn't have a Nicolas Cage movie and not play this game, right? Um he had an illustrious career. Oh. Uh, this is Keanu Keanu old, just you renamed it. You yeah, it's like an the, official polish name. Okay. We've re- yeah, we've rebranded okay. it. Did you okay. not get that w- through all the vamping? I thought did, you were did, trying to did, did, come up with did, a game. I thought you were vamping while you invented a game on the spot. Oh no! Okay, that would be wild. All right, uh, my throat hurts, so I'm going to bring out a Madison clone. Th- what's wild to me is this isn't that far from Madison's actual voice. Uh, I, I, uh, Madison has to do something at the back of their throat that uh, uh, it's kind of stressful. You know what? I don't need to hear about their personal life. Yeah. <laughs> They need the back of their throat. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> bonjour. Oh, uh, bonjour. Hello. I'm not the I'm not the French Madison clone. Uh, I am gotcha. um I am just the I'm the bonjour hello Madison clone that only says only says hello by saying bonjour. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Carnival of Bits is now a fully a third of our episode. I think we need to go to improv school, Mike. I think we need I think to. We're doing I think, fine. I I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, for people who don't know, what the official name of this is, uh, the name of this game is now the No Scope with Hope game. Um, after many after many weeks of testing it, I finally figured out a good name for it. Um, because it didn't really make sense to say Keanu or Keanu old all the time. Right. A lot of things we do don't make sense. That's true. Blah blah blah. Bleep, I mean, blah. I'm I'm speaking to the bonjour, hello, Madison clone. So this game is where I I have a list of 88 Nicolas Cage movies uh, on Rotten Tomatoes that are ranked by audience score. What me and Mike have to do is try to no scope where a certain Nicolas Cage movie lands on this list. Um, if we get within three. We get one point. If we get it na- right on the head, we get two points. Mike, um, as the as the visitor to the carnival, uh, you go first. This is one of those 
where like previous games, it's been very obvious to me. Like for Kiefer Sutherland, oh, probably Stand By Me is number one. Or number one Christmas movie probably is going to be It's a Wonderful Life. Nicolas Cage has had such a career. The there's no gradient, right? Like it is right. just like it is like everywhere. Like it is like you could do that pig movie that just came out. You could do like Face Off. You could do uh, Gone. I forgot about Face Off. Uh, you could Knowing, right? You know, and you know the thing is, it's audience score. So people love Nicolas Cage because of how ridiculous his movie is and acting is, right? Wicker Man, right? Like what's like, the What's the 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 number? It's what between one and what for this this movie? One and eighty-eight. I'm gonna say Willie's Wonderland. Okay. I'm gonna say fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty well received, but I've seen enough negative reviews that I think that it's not gonna be top ten. Got it. I'm gonna say Face Off. Okay. And I'm gonna try to no scope it like real no scope. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say number one. There's really only one there's two true no scopes in this. It's either one or eighty eight. Yeah. Or really right. otherwise you're you're gambling. But yeah. Okay. I thought about face off being number one, but there's part of my point's yeah. like I'm sure there's another film out there he's in that people And for this, because higher. I'm doing number one, I won't share what number one is with you, but I just won't guess that one next. I guess because I if you want to guess number one next, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that sure. sounds fair. Cool. I mean, actually, so, tell me because I know what I'm going to do, and I'm I'm going to okay try to go bold. Okay, so you did which one? Oh, uh, Willie's Wonderland. If it's between twelve and eighteen, I'm in the money. It is thirty-four. Okay, sorry. I can believe that. That's fine. Yeah. This isn't like the Christmas movie where we were just like baffled that like White Christmas was number fifty or right. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that other movie? Oh, uh, The Rock. Remember oh, The Rock? Rock is pretty good. Yeah, that that's that's probably another one. Um, and I said face off. What was it? Number five. So you're just out of, outside of even. I'm just outside. So no score yet. No score yet. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do another no scope. Okay. Number eighty-eight is Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. A okay. little. A little behind the scenes for all of our fans from uh, when we hurriedly had to do Trolls 2 because we mm -hmm. got an hour into Vampire's Kiss and decided this is not, no. Yes. I'm going to do Gone in 60 Seconds. I'm going to do 30. Okay. Okay. So you did Vampire's Kiss. Mm -hmm. And if it's 85 or higher, I'm in the money. You said 85? No, I said 88. You but said if it's 88. 85 or higher, I'm in the money. 36. Really? Ugh, yeah. Okay. Probably just Granted, I'm the not, memes. I'm also not an aficionado of Nick Cage movies. There's probably ones that are way worse. And I said Gone in 60 Seconds, 30. Mm-hmm. 59. Fuck. Fuck. All right. Well, nobody you wins. Do you want to uh, play? I, you do one more? Yeah. Actually, I do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you go first this time, though. Okay. I'm gonna say the fact that we haven't seen any high ones yet is like, okay, what am I forgetting? Right? We haven't. I seen just any knew. High I just. I just thought of what I'm forgetting. I'm okay. fairly confident in my answer, but I'm gonna say pig, and I'm gonna say, um, 
I'm going into my mind palace. I'm going to say 10. National treasure. Holy I'm also shit. picking 10. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I just also in my brain. Oh, yeah, national treasure. Oh, shit. I should have more confidence. Number two. Oh, really? Okay. And you said? National treasure. Oh, my gosh. I saw what number one was. Was it National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets? 46. Really? Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one. This is, yeah. I think, number one. That is bullshit. Such yeah. bullshit. Is Spider, uh, Enter the Spider-Verse. Uh, that is not a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Uh, he's in it. He's part uh, of an ensemble, guess, so like I can yeah. see how, but I don't. I agree. I don't. Um, some <laughs> other big ones. Okay, mm-hmm. so Moonstruck, huge uh-huh. Nicolas Cage movie adaptation. Mm. That is a big one. Uh, also, Raising Arizona. Oh yeah. That's... See, I knew there were some from like the '80s or the set, whatever, like his early career where mm-hmm. he did like more serious movies before he became like either a good actor or an unhinged mm-hmm. person. Um, yeah. That I was not thinking of, but yeah, Raising Arizona. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the game. Um, Nobody uh, scored and any the, points this week, which is probably then, for the best. I mean, we're starting to of sort of... The... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you, you go ahead and finish. No, you finish. No, finish your sentence. Finish your sentence. I was going to say it's probably good that uh, we didn't score any points, as I think we're starting to oversaturate the points market. I think in the last yeah, three weeks, so. I've gotten six points. Well, <laughs> Previously, you're... it's taken me six weeks to get one point. Yeah. Well, you're about to cash in some of those points, so I'm gonna probably wait till after our Valentine's Day episode, just since we're already booked through. Yeah. Um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves right now. What we have to focus on is the Lord of War. The Lord of War. Okay, so let me before we get our timer started. Do you have any ideas for this one? Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Asked and answered. Moving on. Uh, what What is your idea? Hold with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm holding. Holding. Let me brace for impact. The sequel to Lord of War yeah. is God of War. Oh Cage, my God! Nicholas Cage is Kratos. This is, the sequel is the God of War movie that everyone's been waiting for. Okay, uh, let me run through my ideas, so we'll come back and see if we want to follow that thread. Um, I looked up. I had a similar idea. I looked up what's next in, in line of succession to a lord. It appears to be like a viscount or an earl. So the yeah. Earl of War. Um. I also just wrote an idea that's just space guns. Uh, he starts running like laser beams and Martian guns and stuff like that. Mm, okay. uh, and then an idea that now doesn't work because I wrote it down um, while watching the movie before the end. I wrote down Vitaly in Italy, a la Emily and Paris. Hilarious. <laughs> but that now does not work since he died. Also, I think it's pronounced Vital- uh, Vitaly or maybe or Vitaly. I don't know. Either way. Those those were my literally my only ideas. Where what's over above a lord, space guns, and Vitaly in Italy. So, um, what about Lord of Christ? Lord uh, of he Christ. Finds lord of Christ. Jared Leto comes back as Jesus, and uh, he smites him. <laughs> lord of War and Peace. Lord of War and Peace is pretty good. I've never um, read War and Peace, uh, so I can't really I. draw from that. Yeah. Um, which may help um, us. Yeah, world of, Lord of World of Warcraft. Lord of World of Warcraft. It, he he uh reti- well, it's war. Yeah. Never mind. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on here. Hold on here. Yeah. Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on here. <laughs> so 
what if he gets arrested finally? He it finally all catches up with him, and he goes to jail, and he can't do anything in jail because he's in isolation. But he's given a computer to like reach out into the world, and like he plays. Do. He plays World of Warcraft, and he becomes the arms dealer of World of Warcraft in it. Um, Jesus Christ. I don't even know if we may need to make the movie. That's it. That is it. Like, that's... You fill yeah, in the blanks. I mean, you, you yeah. fill in the blanks. I think we did it. I think this is literally the first time we went, we started talking, and we finished the movie in four minutes. God. Jesus. I mean... What if it's like, so I could, I could see it as like, if we did make a movie of this, okay, it is, I think this will be a shorter episode, but what if it is like, he's put in isolation because he's not allowed to be in dealing with people because he's very manipulative, right? Like his, Mm -hmm. his words are his weapon, right? His, Uh his, his mind is his weapon. So, but he is given a computer with um with uh for some reason world of warcraft on it and um a lot of it it has to do with his isolation um in mm-hmm. this room and how he's kind of cuz because he can't communicate with anybody except for the people online on, in his guild um <laughs> he uh the lords he, of war yeah um he stages a breakout from prison through connecting with people on World of Warcraft. Um, See, I I don't know. For me, the the spice is on. He becomes a weapons dealer in World of Warcraft. Like that's so stupid, but also like, oh, I can't run guns in the real world anymore. So what's like the biggest? I mean, Half Life would be not Half Life. Was it no Second Life? If he became like a gun runner in Second Life, that could oh also be God. something. Like, but that that honestly weirdly fits in a way and we could play with like he's like isolation like he's just a 45 year old man who sits alone in an apartment or a nice house playing world of warcraft like 24 hours a day to try to recapture the thrill and prominence of being the lord of war like you're right there is a character moment there but like yeah uh you're right in that like i don't think he would go to jail he's totally the type of person who would get be on house arrest for like ever or like he Mm -hmm. he spends his jail time just trapped in his apartment and he can never leave it right or something yeah uh he gets he gets to go to rich people jail which is just his home but he can't leave right um because he has to be watched 24 7 to make sure he's not arm stealing um he has a very loose dial-up like internet connection that can um he can play world or warcraft on right yeah Um, because that's a good point depending on when this is said he might be playing runescape right yeah um or uh everquest online um jesus um remember that remember everquest yeah. online I, I never played it but i know what you're talking about yeah could have been playing city of mist yeah um, um i don't know i do but like you're right because there's really not much and we were kind of redoing the first movie just in world of warcraft so there's not really much to like mm-hmm. build but I don't care. That's very funny to me. Uh, so, yeah. 
but the thing is, like, if it's not Warcraft, I don't know if we can call it Lord uh, Lord of Warcraft, right? Which is a very right. Good that's what I'm saying. Like, Lord, very of, good Lord title. of Warcraft. I don't know enough about the game Warcraft. That's why, like, my brain sort of sort of inserted World of Warcraft in instead of Warcraft. Like, I know enough. I have a passing knowledge of World of Warcraft, but same. Um, yeah, I never really got into it, but um, we could probably like infer. I know how MMOs work. Right, like, I, and you know, just like fetch quest and go get your crush bone belts. That's actually a World of Warcraft thing, you know. Like, well, and, and I know that like you can make weapons and upgrade weapons and like sell them in an auction house in most, yeah. at least like the capital city of the Alliance. I assume mm-hmm. in the Horde as well. So like he could be like facilitating these huge like because like there are guilds who run serious raids. Like I think the first time that the f- actual first boss of World of Warcraft was beat, it's like an eight hour raid with like hundreds of people constantly attacking the boss. Like it was a Herculean event, and like they need super dope weapons. So he could just be like facilitating the getting of weapons for things like that. Yeah. Um. And, like, the thing is, like, maybe people aren't paying him real money, but they're paying him in ki- their characters. Because you can, you can sell yeah. characters to other people. And oh, that's a good then, point. Then you can deal those characters out to other people because it's just, like, people do that sometimes. They buy, on the black market, they buy other people's characters for whatever reason. Well, um, also, um, I know now, at least, in, you can, earn, like, earn enough money in-game to buy a month's subscription. So you can oh, pay okay. like a million gold or something in game and pay for a month's subscription. So Jesus. that could also be something that's going on. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's not a million, but it's like there. It's a high enough number that you have to be a pretty serious WoW player to, yeah, to do it. Um, yeah. so that could be a thing. I guess like, is this just a movie about a, the guy who used to be this like the greatest arms dealer in the world, having sunk to this point of his life where he has no friends or family and trying to recapture that adrenaline or that feeling yeah. of power is running weapons in World of Warcraft. Yes. Is he trying absolutely. to destabilize like World of Warcraft? Because the idea in the movies, he sells to anybody. So is yeah. it like, oh, I'm I'll sell to these people who want to do raids, or is it like I'm selling to like people who are trying to hack and break the game and like steal other people's like credit card information, et cetera. Like, I think it's I more like in the game. Cause like, if we mm-hmm. want to do like a meta, like uh turn the tables thing at the end, we mm-hmm. could do a thing where like, Oh, if only I could get out of here. Right. Or something like we could mm-hmm. have him try to escape or like somehow arrange a, like somehow arrange some sort of like, escape plan where it's like Mm -hmm. oh he's selling these weapons and then like it's sort of like the oceans 11 thing it's just like oh looking back attached to every single one of the weapons code was like like some sort of message he was sending to a certain person and it's just like oh i knew eventually if i got this a one of my weapons to the right person and they looked at the code of the weapon then they would be able to free me but i don't know who that what person would be like it's probably maybe like a someone who also plays someone who also oh. plays world of warcraft who has some sort of power right um, there's an idea this is sort of loosely based on an episode of the Sherlock Holmes tv show elementary where um it could be that he's using wow to run real guns like like you said he's using okay. tags on the weapons like coded tags and as you say he like started out selling some like light weapons then he started getting characters as payment which he's then like somehow getting to accomplices across the world and he's selling them these weapons that have tags so that they know how to sell the guns or whatever to 
yeah. real like world peace. Like he's still selling guns via the medium of World of Warcraft. But yeah. I don't know. I I like that as a like a, it's a that's a good quote unquote movie idea. I also just love the idea of this Nicolas Cage movie being the greatest arms dealer of the 1980s and 90s is now the greatest weapons dealer of the internet MMO World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also but, well I like that like. Because mm-hmm. I think it could be both in that, like, you find out at the end, it's like, oh, he never really stopped. He can never actually stop. Yeah. So he, he found that... any he found any way to still do it, and um, he just can't stop. It's like, um, and because it's like the sort of, like, rush of it all, um, it's like in Breaking Bad, like, at the end. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for Breaking Bad. That's probably a good spoiler. Yeah, that's, that is uh, <laughs> a spoiler tag for. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers for Breaking Bad, just cut, a, cut ahead a minute or something. But there's that scene at the end of in the last season where um, Walter is speaking to uh, Skyler and he, she asked him why he did it. And he said it made him feel alive. Right. So it could be something like um, something like that. And like he's doing it to feel something. Right. Because he has nothing like like his family's gone. His brother's dead. His immediate family will have nothing to do with him. Right. Um, he's basically poor, I'd say, cause he probably, he'll, no one will ever work with him again, like under the same, like, like he's going to be watched 24 seven. Right. Um, right. um, and, um, yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how no, the movie I, en- like, yeah. I don't know how the movie ends. Um, but like. It's sort of like he did it just to feel alive, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if he escapes or anything. Maybe it's just something that they realize. Um, and something that really, like, the, the the turn on this is maybe, like, the Ethan Hawke character realizes what he's doing at one point, And, like, it's just, like, he's got to be doing something in the game. So Ethan Hawke creates a WoW character and becomes, like, mm-hmm. the guy's ally. But because it's, like, all pseudonyms, like... Uh, or something or like uh player avatars it's just like he's he like he does like some sort of like like spying on him in the world of warcraft game so it's just these two grown adults one a um a cia agent right and then the other one is like a fucking arms dealer like playing wow but there's like these this huge arms like yeah i i'm gonna pitch and i'm not like gonna die on the hill but i'm gonna pitch it i don't want him to escape even if we do add that he's like coding tags on weapons to like actually give assistance to then sell weapons in the world i just love the idea of the the movie being he's just playing wow and becoming this weapon stealer gives him the same thrill to some extent yeah so he gets hooked on it and at the end of the movie he pulls off like the biggest sale maybe there's a whole thing with like a, a raid i don't know but he's got this like yeah fucking yeah we did it like i did it like i'm i'm the king and then he just looks around and he's in this really lonely yeah. bare apartment by himself he just like sits there and then just like shuts the computer and walks off screen or something like the idea of just like that's how good. small his existence is now yeah like yeah. that as like an We're... ending note so even like if he's selling weapons i'm not gonna fight you too much on that one my vision of the movie is he's not he just this is the only thing he has now mm-hmm. is being this big shot in the game world of warcraft yeah. and at the end of the movie he kind of suddenly realizes or he's done and he realizes now like what his life has become because he couldn't stop trying to be somebody well it's also just like now what do i do 
then he um then he boots up Eve online. And then he you know, yeah, like, like it's a, just like there's a knock on his door and like a, a disc for Devon D or Eve online or like a flyer slides under his door. Oh, screen. that's pretty good in that like because it, it'd be nice if he still had the same paranoia he has about mm-hmm. like people watching him or anything. Um, um, but this is actually some sort of like rehabilitation treatment or it's just like more just like um because it's this addiction to do this stuff like mm-hmm. they're like oh here's another game do do the same thing on this because like none of that matters right interesting like, it, it's sort of like oh the okay. people the people watching him so maybe there is no view from the other side right it's mainly like oh this is how we're keeping him tame is giving him these that's really good giving him these um these outlets to still do his thing because he really can't, he can't stop. Like we saw in the first movie, he can't stop. Right. Um, yeah. N- not because he doesn't have the money. Like he could still like, I mean, he eventually switched careers and was still doing a good job and doing legit business. Right. Um, it's just, he can't stop because of the thrill of it. Right. That's really good um, that, yeah they're manipulating him into not selling guns by keeping him invested in all these time sink MMOs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then it's the old, really Repu- then, then years go by the old oh Republic goes in. Then more he gets years go by, real DC big U- into his good DC universe online goes on. I was going to say city of heroes, but yeah. 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 Um, is that the Marvel version? Or no, that- that's like a nondescript, not like you can make up whatever hero you want. And oh, okay. it's essentially DC online, just not licensed characters you make your own then skylanders and then (laughs) skyrim Um, skyrim i mean that's not uh elder scrolls online that'd be another one Um, minecraft Minecraft. he gets really into pubg Uh oh Oh my god the lord of war and pubg he's running around the pubg game trying to sell his gun to people yeah yeah jesus quickly became very sad i guess it was sad before (laughs) but now that's sad um yeah i like this um I don't know what the character beats. I think it's mainly just like an isolation movie, right? It's like um, him yeah. going in and like, I think most of the movie is that World of Warcraft thing. But then at the end, we see this like um, this montage of him just continuing to do these other games. Right. And it just yeah. moving, moving from or, one to the next. I honestly, I think that that's maybe more at the end. Like yeah. we can do a whole movie where he's like, we're kind of rehashing the first one, but how he becomes a big fucking deal weapons mm-hmm. guy in uh wow and then it can be whatever the big mission is that he's trying to arm up for everybody up for and then at the end when he's like i did it uh and he's that seven and then like the eve online thing comes under the door and then he picks that up and then we can like montage of him getting older playing a game and then having a big like a big moment at the end and then we see another game slide under the door and then at some point we can pan around and see the guy outside the door is like an interpol agent who's like yeah um something that we could do um because it's sort of like the rear window thing right Mm -hmm. um in that like maybe quickly becomes paranoid that like oh maybe this is because maybe there could be a thing where like oh he's given this game um Mm -hmm. he's given this game but he thinks like he's being watched in the game or like watched in real life or this is some Mm -hmm. sort of like like thing where he um he sees people out the window or like across the street or something from his building like 
they have a telescope aimed at his window or something, or maybe he sees like someone else like playing the game like through another window, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this guy must be one of the agents," and he thinks he's being watched. But like you find you turn you find out that it's just some guy playing the game, like at the end, or just yeah. like it's not actually anyone like um, doing anything. So it's rear window, but the opposite where it is all fake. Like his paranoia is just paranoia, right? Uh, at one point they slide a disc under the door and it's the movie from the ring. And now he has seven days to try to get somebody else in wow to watch the ring or he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we did it. Like I, I think we did it too. I, I it's kind of wild that we knocked that down in about 15 minutes, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you said Lord of Warcraft, and it was just was like, well, yeah, I man. think we have to call it Lord of World of Warcraft, but still, yeah, yeah. Lord of World of Warcraft. Yeah, if we yeah. wanted to call it Lord of Warcraft, we could do some kind of crossover between Lord of War and the movie Warcraft, mm-hmm. which is a World of Warcraft film, but yeah, well, Warcraft is um, is I know also it's a game. Like a, right. It's a game, right? Isn't that an but RTS? It's an RTS, like um, uh, real time strategy for yeah those for who don't noobs. know. For the noobs. Yeah. MMO stands for Massive Multiplayer Online. Yeah, you plebs. You plebs. <laughs> <laughs> um. uh. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> FPS, first person shooter. Um. Um. He definitely plays Overwatch at some point. Um. Jesus. Um. <sighs> God, I don't know what else to talk about. Like, I, I don't think know. We did. I mean, I guess we just have to decide. Are we calling it? I, I'm going to pitch for Lord of World of Warcraft. I know Lord of Warcraft more fits in the title, but it's technically a different game. Yeah, but. I think I think that I'm fine with that. I'm fine with either one. I mean, um, so let's do well, Lord guess, of Warcraft. Well, no, I guess World of Warcraft. World Lord. It works enough. We could just do Lord of Warcraft, but I don't know. Either way, let's do Lord of World of Warcraft yeah. just for clarity. It's great. Um, then I haven't. We haven't done this in probably thirty episodes at the fifty-one minute mark. Did we do it? I think we did it. I think we did it real fast. I mean, um, yeah. If we did it, so, oh no, I have a note. Um, he has a big rival in the game. Somebody who's trying to bring him down, and he is convinced it's Interpol. It's his son. Yes. Oh, it's his son. Holy shit. Yes, 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 yes. That's the big thing. That's your your whole paranoia thing. Also with the rear window guy, he's like, are you Fart Mouth 76? I bet you're Fart Mouth 76. I know you're Fart Mouth 76. He's like screaming through the window. This guy's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Looking around. But like that kind of thing, like that adds to the the paranoia. And also then it's like a father-son, like the father, the kid's like, fuck you, piece of shit. We need, we need, like the thing is this totally fits into uh, um like spoilers Nicolas you might Cage's. be writing this movie <laughs> oh my god well this totally fits into uh the nicholas cage mo of like mm-hmm. we need a nicholas cage isolation movie where he just plays that fucking video game like the entire movie right and yeah. then like like screams out his i can see that scene where he's screaming yeah. out of his window Pounding at the other the guy window, like, yeah. yeah and then you oh see from the god. other guy's perspective and um <laughs> just he just nicholas cage, cage losing his play. mind Losing his mind, but doesn't hear him at all, and he's just like, yeah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my god!" Madison is now doing that silently uh, for the listener. If we did it, see. then that's true. Yeah, that's credits on another episode of the Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. People can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 
by searching the equalizers, including 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 the so in um in the old republic online game uh-huh. um there's this uh part of your ship that gets locked off at one point uh-huh. and you have to like get a character to join your mm-hmm. ship to actually get it unlocked so you got to get that character first then you got to do all that character's quests um one of them is retrieving like a um a part uh that's going to open the door then the other one is uh retrieving a a like nozzle that will go into the thing that is in the thing once they're able to open it and then um you got to go get um six dilithium crystals to power the actual door um because something about this door is just like un we like for like it, this door becomes a whole quest item that is like once you open it it gives you like a bonus to like your health or something or something like that so you got to go um you got to go do all those quests for that guy well you, well, you have to go get the guy first do all of his quests uh for this door and the door opens up you get the health bonus and then um in the in part of the door's code that if you go mm-hmm. into the game and go to the door's code it says the equalizers podcast starring michael noel and madison jones um and if you type that into google you'll find our podcast and then you can click on the podbean link and then listen to it you can also get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at the Equalizers. Our Gmail is Equalizer. I can't believe you spent so fucking long on that. Go to gmail.com. We got the time. Instagram. It is the underscore Equalizers. And as always, we spell that. So there's also a mission in Mass Effect where mm-hmm. you have to go and you have to. Um, I don't remember. I don't think they have to unlock the ship, but there is a character in Mass Effect Andromeda called PB, which is, I just love the fact that they have all these names. And then there's PB. Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song, Two Steps Strutting Off, their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook and everywhere online by searching the Banana Boys. And as always, that's spelled B-O-Y-E-S, like in, oh yes. Their full album is available on all streaming services now. Madison, what are we doing next time? Well, next time it is going to be our valentine's day episode and um maybe this will fill out some of this extra time is deciding what sure. our valentine's day episode's going to i mean be. there's also no shame in ending a little early for once no okay well, we'll let's see. sit here for for five minutes of silence and then then we'll start <laughs> talking so... about the dracula <laughs> all right our silence starts now Whew, that was a good five minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Madison held their breath for the whole time. I'm sure they had to cut it down for time, but... Um, yes. Madison held their breath for five non-con- non-consecutive minutes. Non-consecutive minutes. So it was actually 20 <laughs> minutes, but there was... There was they held their uh, breath for one minute and then gasped for air for three, held their breath yeah, for yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so what do we... Let's look into... So obviously prequels... Old listeners will know this. New listeners won't, because why would they? Um, many years ago, when we were but children, Madison and I did uh, a little movie Podcast called. Yes, we were of like tw- in our we were in our late twenties at the time. Uh, Madison and I did a little movie called The Christmas Chronicles: colon, The Reign of Krampus, where we uh, just created the Holiday Inn, where there were several holiday mascots. One of whom Madison decided was Dracula, and when pressed for what holiday is Dracula the mascot of? They, without hesitation, said Valentine's Day. So every year, our Valentine's Day episode, we do a vampire movie. 
So this time we're trying to figure out what we're going to do for the vampire movie. Yeah. I so, might keep this cadence the rest of the episode. Cool. And I will speak like this the rest of... No, I won't. Um. Uh, so I have a pitch for the movie Pale Blood. It is a detective movie. Looks like it's a... No, that's not the right one. Here we go. A vampire arrives in Los Angeles to investigate a recent series of murders which bear the hallmarks of vampire attacks. Wanting to track down the murder, he hires a private investigator who herself is obsessed with vampire mythology. Ooh. Stars a man named Wings. First name Wings. Hauser. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. Um, th- that interests me. I... I don't know. I think I, I'm I, maybe just because I haven't heard of it. Maybe that's why I'm mm-hmm. like not like yes, but it could be very good, or it could be a bad movie, but it would be good mm-hmm. for us to do. Um, it's like it's four point nine out of ten on IMDb. Um, um that you can is, also watch the full say. movie mm-hmm. on YouTube. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so. Um, seeing this on the list when I search vampire movies I do want to reiterate how fucking angry I am that last year we did Vampire Lincoln Abraham Hunter just a little bit before Valentine's Day the year Valentine's Day fell on President's Day yeah right or it was like two days in a row or something like that and it was just like the one time it would have been the perfect movie for us to do and we already done it like three weeks before anyway um, Um, Blood Red Sky is okay um, uh, what we do in the shadows? Um, I, I'm comedy, not a, so it's hard for us to do. And I'm not against that. It's more it's specifically, it's that type of comedy. It's like when we started this podcast, we agreed we were never going to do Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, because so much of those is the vibe and like the actors riffing that. Yeah. it wouldn't be fun to listen to us come up with. Um, Van Helsing. Uh, Van Helsing a, has been a little bit on the list for a while. Yeah. Uh, Dark Shadows. I mean, that yeah. is definitely a way house. It's very bad. Have you seen the yeah. Johnny Depp Dark Shadows movie? I have not, no. It's I have bad. A, I have a friend who um, was going through the process of watching the entire um, soap opera. Um, and they oh, said wow. that it was a very good time. It was a, like, because apparently the soap opera is very good um, mm-hmm. for a soap opera. Um Interview with the Vampire, uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Um, uh, we could do Nosferatu, like the original. Go old school. Old, old school, which we could find pretty easily, um, which kind of interests me uh, a little now, bit. Now, um, if we also, similarly, if we wanted to go big, stupid, bright, gothic, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Gary Oldman version mm. of dracula also i believe has it's got keanu reeves i believe it's jonathan harker um yeah. so it's got some it's got some juice um madison which of these do you think has the juice gotta get on. the I gotta, juice i gotta look at something does the lost boys have a sequel we were talking about so. Sutherland. the lost boys 2 Ah, oh, 2008. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, I wanted to do Lost Boys because I want to talk about the um, the saxophone guy for a little <laughs> bit because um, that is like the best moment of the whole entire movie. No, um, I'd let you, but we're already at an hour, so we've already used yeah, up all our extra time. Yeah. Um, what yeah, about Yakuza what... Apocalypse? <laughs> um, 
I'm good. Actually, I think I've <laughs> seen a little bit of that movie. Um, God. Um, I'm I'm pretty good. Um, what which one speaks to you? Um, the most. Mm. I, I I am good with any of those that we mentioned. So also the little vampire. If we want to do a fucking <laughs> kids movie. Starring, okay, so um, here's let me put Jerry these three McGuire on the table head. for you. Uh, little Vampire, we'll get a kids movie in the books. That we don't do a lot of those. Middle of the Road, Pale Blood. It doesn't seem like our usual fare, but it's going to be a little fancy, like you know, a um, little spooky, little supernatural detective movie, or Bram Stoker's Dracula on the side of camp and spectacle. Uh, so uh, I name, think we have a name. Name one more because I'm going to roll a d4. All right, so it's one is Little Vampire, two is mm-hmm. uh, Pale Pale, pale Blood, Pale Blood, mm-hmm. and three mm-hmm. is uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Gary Oldman. Can we add Nosferatu and do four? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. There we go. Here we go. Everybody, get ready. Embrace your head. Your big giant head that weighs uh, that weighs a lot of pounds for Johnson Lipnicki in The Little Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> that was my reference. I don't actually remember the reference in Jerry Maguire. Oh, that God. human head weighs eight pounds or something. <laughs> um, that was more Owen Wilson than Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh, wow. I'm Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. The Little Vampire. Oh, wow. The Little Vampire. I have fangs. Oh, wow. I was smaller night at the museum. <laughs> Tune in next time for The Littlest Vampire 2. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, for the equalizers. I'm Madison Jones. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm Mike Knoll. Wow. I want to suck wow. your blood. Wow. wow. Oh, we need an Owen Wilson vampire movie. <laughs> to be continued. We might, hey, we can make it. We can make it. Maybe. To be continued. Maybe the biggest vampire is the Owen Wilson. Man. Oh, wow. I'm Madison Jones. Goodbye. (laughs) First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is. That's really it. You barely even got to move your butt. Come on, man. Now follow my lead. I will do the two-step strut. Come on, dance with me.